0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. It doesn't say even that you blow a shofar on Rosh Hashanah. The Dover says it's a day of trua, and we assume it's a shofar, but we learn out from various psukim by, by the Yovel that the haviru shofar, that we're able to figure out what it is that you do on Rosh Hashanah. But the Torah doesn't say the reason to blow the shofar. Let's see what the Sefer Chinuch says. He says, the shofarish of this mitzvah is, a person is physical. Lo ki That's the way we are. <laughs> we are such physical beings. We need some sort of external thing to get us thinking about things differently. That's the way people are. <laughs> Think about people in war. What do they do? They don't. The reason why they they sound the trumpets is not to scare. Uh, it, it, it's 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 to make you get angry, right? Look at the pasuk that he brings here in, in Yeshaya on the bottom. <laughs> in other words, you ever see people scream when they do karate or judo or? or they fight somebody, or they or they yell when they. you can see images of people going to war, they start screaming. We need that sort of external screaming to, to get us energized to something. And that's the way it is in Rosh Hashanah. Because it's not necessarily a day of war, according to the Sefer HaChinuch, but it is the day of judgment, and therefore... <laughs> you have to, you, normally you think it's just like every other day, especially if you live in Chutzler, which everybody's driving around and it's just a regular Saturday and people aren't even thinking. To think, I need to mevakesh rachamim for my abirot. In other words, according to uh, the Sefer achinoch it's really a is to tsvila. It gets you in a different mode of mind that you realize that it is a pressure, and intense and important time, and I need to daven to the Ravon And realizing who he is, of course, and say, So it's a hiser is for davening. That's the idea of tkiya Shofar. Definitely, even the Shofar does it, right? Uh, and that's just the one sound of the T'kiah. Ko'oshkein especially if you hear that broken sound, the kol nishbar, um, that can definitely make you think about, uh, I need to approach God. And then he says, besides the element that I, it's important today, I've got to approach God today, it's also a parallel to you. Not only do you feel energized, but it's a poetic way to illustrate who you are. Basically, you need to break. Break your Yitzar Haram when you hear broken sounds. Maybe it tells you that you're broken, but it also tells you what you need to do, what you need to chisel away at. So that's the rationale The Sefer says why we blow Shofar. But as we all know, the Gemara puts in something else. The Rambam says his own reason. Sadigon says another reason. Sefer reason is as positive as any of the others. But the Gemara in, in Rosh Hashanah mentions something else. The Gemara Rosh Hashanah says, Amar, <laughs> Vo, So why is it a ram's horn? Amar and that is what Rav who we've seen many times in Shah, says. There's another thing. The other thing is, we need to feel the importance of the Akedah during this whole period of time from Elul while we're blowing the Shofar, especially in Rosh Hashanah. And if we feel that way, God will say, maybe you're like Yitzchak. Maybe you're like the one that's at HaTzachem Lephanai. And I've spoken about this many times. Some of you have heard me speak about it that this Gemara is putting the emphasis on Yitzchak. There's other Gemaras that emphasize Avram. And I talk about there's a difference between the Akedah of Yitzchak and the Akedah of Avram. But the Gemara here is basically saying that we need to, God views us as if we are Yitzchak, willfully going to the Akedah when we blow the shofar. And that, of course, is a a tremendous schus of Mesirat Nefesh and how much God means to us. One of the central Chakirot of what Keat Shofar is, the, re- the authors of Tzur tell us, is it a mitzvah to blow the Shofar or to hear the Shofar? Now, obviously, um, you can't hear it unless you blow it. So really the question is, when you get someone to blow the Shofar and others are listening, does it work that it's as if we all blew the shofar? Does the chazan who blows the shofar on our behalf and because we've listened to it amazingly, even though we put nothing to our lips, we have fulfilled the mitzvah of Tikiyat shofar? Or, right, which is an incredible thing because it's one thing, Moshe, when you talk about making a bracha, it's like, well, I was listening and concentrating, it's like I was saying the bracha. It's another thing when I was just listening to the sound, and it's as if I blew it. (laughs) It's as if I blew that sound, as if I made that sound, as if I did the pa'ula of tekiah. That's like now. Or maybe there is no mitzvah to blow shofar. Maybe the mitzvah is to hear the shofar, but you need to have some... Yes. Uh, it, it doesn't matter who blows the shofar, like if a woman does it, is it, oh, this is, is it, it you're right. does it Yeah, this, all kinds of things. So this question is very significant, correct? If the mitzvah is, now obviously let me say it better. Even if you say that the mitzvah, the way to understand the mitzvah is to hear the shofar, you need to hear the shofar from someone who's chayiv in the mitzvah. <laughs> That's the prat. The mitzvah is to hear the shofar uh, and the way you hear the shofar is by somebody blowing it. Now, Dr. Kogan is saying maybe we should say a difference is, can a a guy blow the shofar for us? Or a woman blow the shofar? I heard it. So even any way you look at it, you have to hear it from someone who has the mitzvah. Uh, According to Ashkenazim, the woman is okay to blow the shofar because according to Ashkenazim, the chayar also. Well, that's going to, actually, let me just say the women took it on themselves, Moshe. It doesn't say that the women have a chiyuv. We're going to talk about women specifically, oh. but we'll see in a minute. The Rambam says the mitzvah is to listen to the shofar, not to blow the shofar. How do we know that? The Rambam in, uh, uh, in Hilcha's shofar starts, mitzvah shotorah, asei shaltorah, lishmoah through a shofar Mosh to hear the shofar. Um, in fact, the Rambam says if somebody steals a her, um you can be Mosei, you can be yotzei when you heard it. Why? Because even though you could say that's a puzzle takiyah it's a mitzvah blah, blah, veira. well the mitzvah is not the takiyah for you. The mitzvah is to hear a takiyah. And therefore the Rambam says you don't have to touch it you don't have to pick it up. And Isn't one of the main berachot of the Lishma kol shofar, right? Right. kol shofar. Right. Those are all proofs to the to opinion of the Ramba. Correct. Atama. Well, yeah. So the similarly, somebody steals the shofar and, and blows it. So even though, in a way, you could say, "Well, he did an avera," but I, I heard a good shofar blowing. What did I steal? I didn't steal anything. You could, the Rambam says even the guy that blew it was Yotzeh the mitzvah because his mitzvah was the call that came out of it, not the blowing that preceded it. So he had, he had no right to take the shofar. But the sound is ethereal. The sound is not physical. So it's not like, like you steal uh, the lulav. There you could say it's a mitzvah of How could you fulfill the mitzvah when you stole it? But when you steal the chauffeur, what is it? Where does the mitzvah become fulfilled? When the sound comes out of it, when the sound comes out of it, that's not what you're stealing. You just stole the 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 vehicle that created the sound. Now, um, now the the Rabbeinu Tam, who was basically a little bit earlier than the Rambam, a contemporary, but even earlier. Rameinu Tam says, you make a brocha out tkiyat shofar. Why? Because the asiyosah he gemar mitzvata, the mitzvah is to blow. Um, now, the gemara seems to back the Rambam. What does the Gemara say? Moshe mentions the tefillot. Maybe you have to look at the field and see if you can uh, talk about them. Let's take a look at the Gemara. The Gemara says that if a person blows into a pit, or into some sort of other cistern, or into some sort of pot, so what is he? what happens when he blows? He sort of hears the echo. So, if he can hear his own blowing when he blows, he's Yotze. But if the echo starts immediately and it's his original blowing is drowned out by the echo, lo Yotze, the Gemara says. That's the Mishnah, I'm sorry. The Gemara says, Ravuna says, what did the Mishnah mean? Because they're the ones. That can only that only might be hearing the echo, but the ones that are if you if somebody is in the pit, he can actually hear the original blowing. So you see from this Gemara, it's all about did you hear the sound or not? Because it would seem the man who's blowing, right he blew now, even though what he heard was an echo, but he blew the chauffeur, he created the sound. And even though the echo overwhelmed him, if the Rabbeinu Tam is correct, he should be Yodse the Mitzvah. It must be that the Rambam is right. That the Mitzvah is to hear the call and you didn't hear the call. What you heard was the echo. The Tur pasts like the Rambam and he says you have to make the brach of the kol shofar. Now, what is one of the Questions, we mentioned it before, Dr. Kogan mentioned it. We know the Mishnah says that a kotan, a woman, a shota, cannot blow the shofar because they're a So once again, the question is, hmm, I heard it from a person. I heard it. Why does it have to be someone who's chayiv in the mitzvah? So the Chazonish attempts to explain why this Gemara, this Mishnah and Rosh Hashanah isn't a proof for Rabbeinu Tam and a contradiction to the Rambam. The mitzvah is definitely just to hear, like the Rambam says. But you need to hear from someone who's chayev. Because you have to hear the shofar of a mitzvah. For example, when it comes to tzitzis, you need someone who's a bar chayuvah to make the tzitzvah, to tie the knots. Even though that's not the mitzvah, the mitzvah is to wear it. The mitzvah might be in listening, but the heksha of the mitzvah has to be, that has to come from a bar chiyuv. Similarly, let's say, if when I blow the shofar, I don't have you in mind. Well, I heard it. The point is, <laughs> it's not a chauffeur show, show mitzvah. I, the guy who's blowing it, he has those people in mind, creates the situation, like the Chazonish explains. It's a chauffeur of mitzvah. A and koton, even though you would like it to be a chauffeur a, a of mitzvah, they're the ones who are in charge of it. And therefore, they're the ones blowing it. It can't turn into a chauffeur of mitzvah. Similarly, if there's somebody blowing the shofar, and he doesn't have the community in mind, or let's say he doesn't want to have you in mind, so it's not a shofar of mitzvah for you. So, this sounds a little bit, by the way, right, <laughs> like Torbenu like, Ta'am, that the mitzvah is blowing glowing shofar, and I don't want to have you in mind. Um, still, that is the bracha that we make with Shemoa, Kol Shofar. Um